0: I disagree on that. That's not possible. <laughs> We're getting the band back together. We're on ambition. Yeah. Now we've, now we've got a whole new list of things to complain about. Welcome back, Rage Nation. We are at it again. We got myself, Pete, here, and got a full crew. We got uh, Chris and Dixon all in the cast. And then, we, uh, hey, we love going international. We got Angel on the podcast, too. So glad to have
3: everybody on tonight thank you for inviting
0: me yeah, you know, where are you playing out of angel
3: yeah right now in vancouver i just recently moved here i'm struggling to not end up living under a bridge because <laughs> real estate what the fuck is going on, <laughs> on in the west coast
0: you can't even oh. buy any houses man
3: no no i'm not even looking at buying i'm looking at renting like oh i hear renting's even worse it, it, it's like prices it, are insane prices are insane you have to send an application you he was on thousands of well, not thousands, but tons of applications, and you don't know if they're going to answer you. But It's more difficult to get an apartment than to get the job. No jokes here.
2: No, I, I'm 100% behind you. I have a friend that had the exact same problem. Hey,
0: just see if you can uh, throw a cot up at the office. Just be like, hey, can I just sleep by my desk? <laughs> I'll sleep under my desk. There you go. Like George Costanza. <laughs> yeah but we uh yeah we're gonna talk about some bayou today so any day we can talk about bayou i'm all about it and we are going to talk about the big bayou master uh brewmaster focusing mostly on moonshiner Uh, we will make a brief mention of the og and see what everybody thinks about them but yeah it's going to be fun one i always like talking about brewmaster and bayou in general so we'll get into that in a minute but first make sure that you guys check us out on uh, twitter make sure you're looking at instagram we are pretty close with the YouTube channel on our giveaway got videos that are coming out uh, I should have I have one that just is just coming out but then we'll also have a new one coming out too soon after we have the discord channel and finally if you want to support us you can join us on patreon.com slash ragewitwire, where you can support us for as little as a doll hair no. and yeah uh, what do you mean, I hate it when you say that. As as little as <laughs> so a so dumb. Why he's I a dad? Like Let him dad joke. <laughs> <laughs> a doll hair.
3: That jokes are the best kind of jokes.
0: That's that. That's the only jokes that matter. <laughs> <laughs> but let's get into this thing. So, Brewmaster's crew is. I just I've always loved the idea of this crew. They're drunk monks, but they're Bayou, so they're even better. And yeah, they're basically just. The main thing is putting out a crap ton of poison and getting profit. Uh, I do want to mention the original t- or the original version first, just the Brewmaster. The
3: Brewmaster,
0: uh, I mean, he can lock down an area and like kill something, but that's about it.
3: He's a beast,
4: yeah. He I mean, the he's the a, first, first one, yeah, all about punching. The first one, the, the first, first
3: one's one a beast. is a beast. The problem is like. The keyword is overall mediocre, and he doesn't do anything for the keyword. So oh, okay. he has to like lift everybody up. So at some point, you're just better bringing all the out of keyword all the stars that there aren't that many in value. And when you do that, you also lose the poison synergies. So yeah, because
0: basically you're just luring stuff in and then punching the crap out of it.
3: Exactly. Or just I I like to throw Bromaster one in the middle of the enemy crew and it's like now you deal with it it's just like defense <laughs> seven will power nine that is gonna heal one two three on his activation while all your models are gonna not be able to use quick actions and keep probably gain slow at the beginning of their activations it can be very disruptive but once you remove him from the equation which by saturation falls apart. almost no card draw everything falls apart
0: Yes. yeah and not only that but he also this version of brewmaster if you can peel the poison off of him then he's just not good it's just he's not doing much he can't you know do his drunken strength that easy
3: um yeah it's just it's not as good it's just it feels bad only needs one drunken strength though only it's one only one drunken strength then you go for the printed trigger of poison and then you do the blood poisoning for five damage yeah <gasps> oh oh god so you are at six plus five plus two minimum twos. so pretty nice six plus five eleven fifteen
0: damages he has alcohol poisoning just like his totem does so that's always good i'm mm-hmm. um, just doing plus one poison damage is always just pretty sweet plus who doesn't love his trigger of go home you're drunk where he just pushes things around i think yeah, but it, it feels, feels problem very is... thematic
4: he's just uh he's just a overpowered solo at that point yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah, and that's a problem kind of when you look at Bayou as well. Like Brewmaster does that thing, but there's other Bayou Masters that can also fight and also mess up your opponent. I mean, you can throw Maw into a crew. You can throw Zip into a crew. So, And I think they do more interesting things than Brewmaster 1 does personally. Of course, Lure on uh, corrupt delay Lines is never bad. That's
4: well, why you got to bring a Waldegeist, man.
0: That's true. Just not going to move. Yep.
2: No, uh, and like I'll the Chris here. knows. Chris knows. Like in, in Neverborn, Plant Their Roots, it's like Chefs is oh, yeah, be the best. It's all
4: about Plant Roots, man. I wish we had something like that in Bayou.
2: <laughs> you got it. You got you got wall, guys. If you play, no, you know No, you don't. Sarada.
0: You don't. Because nobody you plays Sarida. trash. Trash tier. hmm You just don't you just hateful just of don't know how ladies. to play it. Yeah, exactly. I was listening to Swamp Fiends and they had a question where they were like, if you could if you could get rid of any ability in the game or any uh rule in the game and then it would eliminate those models from the game that have that rule I was like obey get rid of every obey master yes please (laughs) where do I have to sign
1: oh
3: that is (laughs) terrible see I knew
0: (laughs) like-minded individuals here Mm. I
3: thought you were gonna say the bury theme because in the last episode there was a lot of rage against burying stuff
4: (laughs) burying absolutely (laughs) should be first
3: I wouldn't. uh, Yeah, I I hate obeys way more. Yeah, I do too. Chris is going
2: to
0: see a lot of burying in his future.
2: I don't. (laughs) I don't hate obeys. I just want them to be consistent. And every single time that I find an obey that it's not consistent, I rage. I'm
0: just. I get irate.
2: Like, why the fuck is this not? You know.
0: So so dumb. The original brewmaster is fine. I mean, I've talked with a lot of people just through like Twitter and stuff where. They're like, oh, yeah, I enjoy Brewmaster. He does some cool things. You can stack a bunch of poison on him. He lures stuff it and kills it. That's fine. And like I said, it just he, I think, Angel, you made a really good point. He doesn't do a lot for the crew, right? It seems like the crew builds up his poison super crazy, and then he goes off and kills things. So I think this is why, even though some people complain about the Moonshiner title, I think it's amazing just because it actually feels like that's how Brewmaster should play. Um, Angel you just want to kind of share real quick what do you like about brewmaster the moonshiner title what do you like about the card what do you like about how it feels to play
3: well the model looks awesome I cannot wait to have it in my hands that it looks amazing honestly it's probably one of the best sculpts of Malifaux Burns in my opinion but rules wise I think is what just you said is like he does so much for the crew because the crew really likes to stack poison between each other, right? And when I I play Brewmaster 1 a lot, like a lot. I was feeling like I was spending my whole first turn just loading my models with poison so they can perform according to their cost, basically. And then I lost the first turn, so when I didn't advance like almost anybody across the table an inch, so my opponent was always like gaining all the... All the space, right? The battlefield was uh, was his. Yeah, did
0: you find you were getting stuck, kind of, in your own deployment sometimes? Exactly. Exactly.
3: Yeah. That happened to me most of the times with uh, with BroMaster One, and in making the struggle in mostly all of the gaining grounds because of that. Because if the opponent gets control of the board, in turn one, you are kind of fucked. Especially if they bring guns, because they just get the good position yeah. and shoot out your support models. So BroMaster Two, you can still do the. You can say that set up turn one, but thanks to the the pushes that you get because of the poison, that now yeah. they are capped at five inches, they really allow you like to play on the board. You don't have to sit in your deployments on turn one and then turn two, just spending all the move, move, or move charge, and you're already behind. So it really allows you to play the game turn two or even turn one if you want.
0: Yeah, I really, I like this broodmaster a lot because he does a few things for me that are just really good. One is definitely the tipsy slide because in, in position strats and schemes, it just helps you kind of get in position of where you need to be to score your points. But also just the fact that I feel like in Bayou, we haven't had a good ping master. And I think Barroom Brawl, the fact that you can just move, reduce a poison and then just ping somebody for one damage. I feel like that's just something we haven't had a ton of in Bayou. So I think it fits a really good spot where, like if you go against Daw or if you go against somebody that's heavily armored, Brewmaster can just tear you up because he's just, every time something moves, which is all the time, you're taking a point of damage. So it's just,
3: this really fits the crew really well and what Bayou needs. And also you get a synergy in your whole crew. So your whole keyword is sharing, Like, they can do something with poison, because with Brewmaster 1, you had models that could do stuff with poison if they had poison on themselves, like the monks, for example, to reduce damage, or uh, fingers to draw cards. But the other models is like, okay, I have 12 poison on myself, but I have nothing to do with it. Now I can move, and I can do damage with that poison. Then probably Mm. I will die. But at least you get to do something with the poison that you accumulate there, either directly or indirectly.
2: There's a few models now that are unkillable, god-slaying monsters. At least in my experience, and I haven't even been playing this long. Yeah, most uh, of most
4: of the, his keyword is unkillable. <laughs>
2: yeah, there's either they either
4: have so much maneuverability that you can't even get to them, or right. they just have the ability to reduce so much damage. And the brewmaster as as a whole, they don't lack like anything when it comes to maneuverability. You could stay in your deployment turn one. And at the end, you're, what, five inches up? Yeah. yeah, yep. yep. So it, it's, even if everyone just focuses on, and which is what Pete normally does, just focuses on getting as much poison out on everybody as possible. You know, now everybody's got 12 plus poison, which is great for the rest of the game, which is my biggest complaint when it comes to those stupid fermented monks.
1: <laughs> they have so much def- poison on them. We'll definitely get to them. Yeah, yeah. so
4: much poison
2: on them that you can't, do anything. This is by far. Well, I just want to point out the last thing. This is by far the best six-point model I have ever used ever <laughs> in this game. I have yeah. never gotten this use out of a and 6 That's that's
4: model. what I was saying months ago when when Pete first dropped this against me and you know Dixon, you were like, yeah, it's yeah. Well, I was Now wrong. you see. It. Now you I see. Was oh, shit! I am yeah. so
0: sorry. He was blind, but now he sees. it
4: Yeah, it's. <laughs> It's way too good. And yeah, it's just way too good.
0: Well, and the thing is like everything, pretty much everything has have a drink, which is basically just put poison to possibly, you know, an extra poison on things on themselves as well. So that helps get the poison out. But the main things on Brewmaster's card that really helps get the poison going, like getting up into the teens and maybe approaching the 20s turn one is you have open the gourd. So basically you target some kind of either construct, which in my opinion is going to be the Whiskey Golem. I don't, I mean, it's just a good model anyways, might as well just bring it for that specifically, which means that within two inches of the the Whiskey Golem is now hazardous poison one. So each time you do something, you're getting poison one. So if you just move, like if you do your drunken stumbles or if you do your move from tipsy slide, you know, you're still going to get a poison. So it builds up super quick. And um, you can also do that on markers. So that's another thing you could do. I've done that to put it in the opponent's face as well. But then the other thing, especially turn one, that really gets the poison out is another round, which you can choose to fail. And it procs the tipsy slide the first time you fail it. Sure.
2: It's yeah, it's ugh,
0: I hate but anyways, it. So much. Another round is giving you another two poison. So you can choose to fail it. So you don't have to flip and waste cards on it and you can get a reposition with brewmaster or if you have a scheme down you can even get a, a soul Stun out out of it if you um, are putting it down close to that so like i said most turn ones you're hitting that another round three times and open the gourd and that's brewmaster's activation turn one hmm. and i mean if you think about it you're putting out at least six damage on each of your mod, not damage sorry six poison on each of your models and especially models like Shojo, that's so important to load her up. God, and yes. other models turn one. Chris Shoujo's loves Shojo.
4: Yeah, three is it three poison or is it two
0: poison? Three. Uh, she reduces three? by three to get a pass yeah. token, yeah. I was very that's disappointed
2: so when I when I saw the, the nonbo uh between open the gourd and, and shojo. I was very, very, very
0: sad. Yeah, but when you do your charges and stuff turn one especially, you just target her with uh, have a drink and stuff. Yes. And everything else gets it through Open the Gourd. Yes. So just little tricks you got to do. Yeah, because she's in Corporal, so she doesn't care about the uh, the hazardous mark or the hazardous uh, poison terrain. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean, that's how you stack up a crap ton of poison. Honestly, most of the time after turn one, maybe turn two of putting poison out, you really don't need to put much poison <laughs> out the rest of the game. It's just going to sustain itself.
4: Yeah, you don't. <laughs> Absolutely.
0: Oh, that's so funny. Oh, and the best news is, you can't get rid of brewmaster's poison suck it
3: <laughs> well if you can, if you push the models around you'll be able
0: to but yeah it's going to be tricky yeah you'll catch probably a model or two that's outside of eight from him or out of line of sight yeah
3: um and but that's you, fine yeah it's basically you cannot rely your whole strategy when you're fighting him or oh, i'm gonna remove the poison from there from his models yeah it ain't gonna happen that easy yeah
0: yeah, just the fact that that's there, though, really helps at least make it where, you know, because because that is the shtick. If if you could clear off poison easily on this on this title, it would not be good, because if there's no poison, you're not moving, you're not doing damage, and it, it just, it, I could see it being a miserable game if it got cleared off easy.
1: Hmm.
3: That reminds me, it's a bit too fun of Topic, but I had a game, the game that got me not going to the final championship of the Basel world tournament last year it was against a lady justice i was playing Riva, and i stacked like all my crew with focus Riva was full of burning ready to to punch faces turn two we were like really far away from each other the other one was playing Riba justice and last activation of the turn was lady justice walk walk leap restore natural order so we counted she removed 14 focus and five burning on Riva. I was like, well, this is how you lose turn one without losing a model. <laughs> you want to see how you lose turn one? There it is. Yeah, that's so many actions that just got sunk just from that one action. Exactly, exactly. And it's, good, it's something that could happen, for example, to Brew one and that's why bringing like conditions removal against him is good, but Brew 2 kind of protects you a little bit uh, from those shenanigans that yeah. the can do and you Yeah, I agree.
0: um So, Dixon, you're kind of new to the brew, uh brewmaster Moonshiner. How how long did it? Well, first off, how many games do you have, and how long has it taken you to get used to the unpacking of turn one? I only have well
2: Moonshiner. I only have two. I played one, then I played another one this morning just to get more bearings. Uh, I would say I still am having issues getting out of my deployment zone correctly because I played him first and the strategy that I played him, I forgot to do something. Like, for example, I played him in Turf War and I forgot to actually activate my Turf War marker. That's a problem. You need to actually do the strategy, not just like dirt all around in your own deployment zone. Not just think about it? Right. Uh, I okay. have So I have a loss and a tie and it's 100% because of me. But I spent those two games just fighting and in in the most unoptimized way you can possibly imagine. And they're still gross. I was like, if I knew at least a little bit more. <laughs> yes. yeah, this is horrifying. Because like one of the things that I noticed is uh, there's plenty of irreducible on like three models. Yep. And there's a bunch of ping damage just because of of Brewmaster 1. So I don't know what to say. Also, Wesley is incredible. Like, yeah, he's solid. Yeah. Just being within eight inches of people at the end of the turn, he's like, all right, take two damage. Like a super dumb.
0: Yeah. So I think probably before we talk about kind of what the crew does and especially unpacking it, maybe helping people unpack it, because I think that's one of the bigger struggles with Brewmaster Moonshiner in general is kind of talking about what we bring as far as the crew, because in my mind, And I think in a lot of people's minds, there probably is a good core of models that you're bringing with this crew. So I'll kind of read what I usually bring. And then you guys can, we can adjust fire as necessary on what you either usually bring versus maybe something else that you have that I don't. But I obviously you're bringing the Moonshiner and Wesley. Um, This is just a core list that I have. I, I change it according to different things. But I have the Whiskey Golem with Inferiority Complex. So get some of that swagger on. I bring two monks, each of them with 12 cups of coffee. So fucking good. <laughs> we'll talk about that here in a minute. And then I bring shoujo and fingers. So that's kind of my core of the of the list. So, Angel, I don't know if you bring anything su- super different, but I feel like that's a good core
3: at least. Yeah, I don't bring the second fermented river monk unless I'm going to need a lot of punch. Sure. So I like sometimes... punching stuff, so I always bring two. <laughs> I mean, if you need to punch a stuff or you would like to punch a stuff, they're amazing with Ruby 2 to punch a stuff. That's that's a fact. Then I'm not a big fan of the, of the upgrade on the Golem, but just because I play the Golem really Kamikaze. Sure. So he buys me a lot of time to. So you kind of just throw I mean, him up there? Yeah, it's just like, here you have, deal with uh, this guy. Eight wounds, armor two, defense six. And if you get poison, you attack him on a negative. I kind of like. There it is, and usually it's a perfect gay guy from Hidden Martyrs and stuff like that, so it's, sure. it's great. I really like the other henchman, though, because of the mobility that he brings.
0: Ah, uh, you like
3: the old, uh, what's his name, old popcorn. barrel roller there.
0: Popcorn, yeah. Popcorn. Turner, right? I do
3: like popcorn. Yeah, the problem is it's like, very difficult to make him space if you bring the two monks, so I will swap one monk for popcorn if I need like more mobility sure. and less punching
0: yeah I can definitely see that because he's mobile and I mean he puts out a crap ton of poison as well and I think he also has the plus one damage yeah poison he has though. the plus
3: one damage and he's the only one that he will have a blood poisoning when you need to do like yep. a five a, damage those five damages with a yeah. quick action
0: yeah I I put him in some lists too I do like him a lot as well um but yeah and I, I think that a lot of those models will help you unpack once you figure it out Um, after you load up all your poison, something that with turn one, you want to use your models to charge, not only to get the poison from the hazardous, but you also want to use, have a drink on as many of your models as you can. So turn one, especially you should be charging to move, to stack your poison and get poison on other people. And then I also like fingers just using his attack to do an obey, to move the whiskey golem up um that's always a good way to get your crew up and moving as well
3: I use the disintegrating fingers to force another guy to attack fingers again <laughs> that's <laughs> awesome it's, it's very obscene but uh, I like my fingers with uh, 20 plus poison turn one <laughs> I'm gonna give you a drink to
0: have you give me a, give me drink. a drink
3: exactly <laughs> Its very thematic right I mean you're getting four poison out with essentially one action essentially which will be even more because if you count the hazard you're getting six poison or seven poison up just with one action
0: yeah and i don't think people realize that fully because if you get because there's a lot of uh stumble triggers or triggers that'll give you repositions and you're repositioning or stumbling into the hazard aura so for example with the monks i mean there are a lot of turns where i'm doing um using their trusty flask that gives them one poison it gives them a poison for doing the action in the hazardous And then has a built-in for the drunken stumble to get you another one when you stumble again into it. So, Uh,
3: no, it wouldn't work because triggers are part of the action, and you can get only one proc of hazardous per action.
0: Oh, see, why you tell me that? You ruined my fun.
3: (laughs) (laughs) That happens so many
2: times with this crew. I was like, wait, was that part of the trigger? Crap! That's another thing that I had
3: to check. Jeez. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, accountants are going to love playing this this crew because the poison accounting that you have to do is just, like, crazy. Yep. So I think that's
0: probably a good question. How do you keep track of your poison? I use green dice, and it ends up being a lot.
3: <laughs> I have uh, some, like, wooden roulettes kind of thing that a guy in Nova Scotia here in Canada makes with some magnets, okay. and they're amazing because they can show you guys after a picture if you want they get uh, he sells them in in Etsy, and they have is so there are some dials and you have two numbers one that indicates the amount of poison that it goes up to 15 so for most of models it's okay and it has another yeah exactly fingers like two two dials for himself (laughs) (laughs) in my play style and then the it has another hole in the dial that's tells you how much damage with the model take automatically. So you don't have to make math or anything. You have like, okay, 12 poison, this damage. 10 poison, this damage.
0: Yeah, for the uh, damage, I used Chris's uh, idea. <laughs> I had my little card on the side, and I wrote down, you know, uh, with my dry erase, how much damage and movement I would get for each one. Mm. Which now caps at 5,
3: but you know, whatever. I got because before, the people were saying Brewmaster 2 is OP. I was like, well, yeah, I can understand that. Now that it caps at three and five, I'm like, okay, look. Yeah, there was some cool. times where I was like pushing ten <laughs> inches across the board. God, it was, he was gross. He's like, you see my fingers here, and now it's gonna be in your deployment song. And we are playing And <laughs> He's like, but he didn't spend an action movie. He's I don't,
0: like, I don't think I've ever pushed much more than ten. I think ten might have been my max, which That's... is all.
1: That's it's disgusting. That is disgusting. Disgusting. Well, some... is disgusting.
0: Well, there were even five is disgusting. Well, there are stories of some people being like, "Yeah, I took this model and then I pushed it, you know, like twenty inches up the board." <laughs> well, I, I mean, focusing
4: everything on one model.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's some models like if you bring the uh, whiskey gammon, you can you can get a good stack on them, um, <laughs> and they they do a lot of pushing. They do a lot of moving too. Uh, honestly, I
2: I. I haven't even tried looking at the Whiskey gamin and I think I should because He's it's good. just this. Yeah, this crew is just so damn good at like doing random things. Maybe the well, Whiskey gamin are playable. Who knows?
0: Well, and that's the that's the thing where I think with this version of Brewmaster, the Moonshiner, most of the models that you'd be like, I don't know if I'm going to bring that with Brew 1 because it might not do much. With Brewmaster 2, I mean, you start getting enough poison. Some of that stuff can really get cranking.
3: I like them. Eh? I like them. Usually, I will bring Cooper Jones to summon them. Nice. Because since you get poison for doing what you were already going to do, yeah. you're not investing actions on getting those gamins full life or anything. You're just doing what you're supposed to do, and they come almost full life.
0: Yeah, it, ma- and- it makes Cooper way easier to use.
3: Exactly. Hmm. Otherwise... The problem, we'll go again. The problem with BrewBee One is like he's really action intensive in order to work here with the hazardous aura, it kind of fixes most of his problems.
0: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, so here we got Whiskers. Oh, let's talk about Shoujo real quick because uh, I mean, I, I've never played a game and not brought Shoujo with Moonshiner.
3: I'm never playing a game when she survived past turn two.
0: <laughs> really? You said, we're really alive?
3: every single time. My opponent kills him turn one or turn two. I mean, I play like, I think I have like 12 games with Moonshiner, 10, 12, no more than 12 for sure. I don't think I've ever lost her in all the games I've played. I don't think it's ever lost her. I I lost her in both of my games,
2: but it was like turn three. I definitely see why people would murder her. She is like way too good.
0: It's kind of one of those things where I think it's the smart move to, to kill her.
1: But, but it doesn't feel like baby.
0: a it doesn't feel like a priority, right? Because there's so much either damage coming through, or so much movement, or so much pinging, and Brewmaster's butterfly jumping maybe all over the place and doing damage. Yeah, but she and gives you initiative. She does. That's the big thing is she gives you initiative. She gives you pass tokens, and it's she's just a solid model. She puts boring conversation out, which is never bad. Um, yeah, and I I just she's a solid model. I think it's a good choice to kill her. Hmm. but it doesn't feel like she should be a priority if you're thinking about what it looks like on the board. Yeah. I mean, my personal
2: reason that I saw people want to murder her was slurred speech instead of boring conversation, to be honest. Yeah, sure. Yeah. As I, uh, I was like, okay, uh, I got two pass tokens. I'll use one to lower that attack by three. And they were like, I'm sorry, what did you do? <laughs> and then as soon as they realized what I could do with her, they were like she needs to die <laughs> taking her off
4: the board yeah, yeah.
2: and that that's exactly what happened it's like all right i i i guess i gotta have more pass tokens on her before she starts making people you know fail duels
0: absolutely yeah um, and i i think the biggest thing that clicked for me with trade secrets is you you look at it at first and you're like okay cool she gets you a pass token but then you don't realize it's after every activation she can do that even your opponent and that's just good <laughs> that was it took me to my second game to realize yeah. that i was like oh crap that's more than just her activation no. <laughs> Yeah. i always forget red in the face i i, I think i remember that once or twice <laughs> i'm like oh yeah if somebody fails next to her i they can get poisoned or i can get poisoned cool yeah i always and, forget about that one too there's a lot of going on where it's kind of low priority mm. Yeah, but no, yeah, she's, she's definitely unbranded. an auto bring. It's like, why not? She's yeah, great. He was she's always a great very model.
4: protective of her,
0: which is why I never took her off the board. Yeah, she's in the back usually doing things, <laughs> getting past tokens, <laughs> getting past tokens. Yeah, and know? I'm
4: not throwing a model into the middle of his crew just to kill Shoujo.
0: No, I also you. like doing, I, um, I also like doing have a drink with her onto uh, Brewmaster. That way, I can get distracted on him because yeah. Brewmaster has the drunken kung fu, which is just super good. It, It's like negatives or positives.
2: Always good. Actually, now that I think about it, the only difference between Pete's list and my list is I don't take the upgrade on the golem. I just bring a Tanuki to hang out with her. And that's basically it. That's literally (laughs) (laughs) it.
0: See, I think Chris Chris just hates the Tanuki because every time I brought my cute little Tanukis, Chris just beats the bejesus out of them. They're so damn good, too. They're so cute. They were better, but they're still okay. I mean, they were broken before, because
2: before they were great with every <laughs> single master. Now they're actually great in, in
0: Tri-G. Well, in Bayou, you only saw them in Tri-G. They are okay. So,
3: they, before they were, like, overall better, we could say. Yeah. Now, I think they're same level in Brewmaster, a little bit worse on everything else. Correct.
2: Sure. Correct. They're, my favorite thing about them is the removal of, uh, of uh, whatchamacallit, conditions. And randomly, actually, on the monks, the the, the foul of motivation is insane. Cause usually you want to concentrate, but it's to get a chi, right? You know, I FOMO was gonna make a joke,
0: Dixon. Boom. Now you also Dixon, get focused. Nixon, I was gonna make a joke that the only reason you like them is because they put focus on models. <laughs> yeah,
3: if a is. model
0: if a model puts a focus on another model, you can bet a dozen of donuts that Dixon loves that model. Of course.
1: Boom.
0: <laughs> why you gotta why you gotta like you know show my secrets bro well because we, i was building an outcast your list and you're like ooh, how can we get focus on taylor Ooh, how can we get focus hey, on this hey, model you played it
2: and chris cried i'm just saying True. True.
4: <laughs> i didn't cry i just lost caris top of turn two and first we're activation.
2: salty first camera i mean how do you dead. not
4: be salty how do you <laughs> My master's dead. I guess we can't play. And it was Karis, so it's like I guess we can't play this game.
0: Yeah. Hey, man, Half the, the time, them. Chris and I just make each other mad when we try new stuff because we do something stupid and then like, well, that's fucking fun. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just he, saying.
4: Pete has rage quit
2: way more than I have. So. Oh, yeah, I sure. Mean, sure. That's but cool. that's why the pal, you know he's the owner of the podcast and its named rage quit. Wire. Yeah, yeah. But like my, my point is, he was trying to make an alpha strike list. and If you're going to make an alpha strike list, in my experience. You
0: put out focused. That I'm just saying. Am I absolutely. wrong here? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so let's let's talk about why. So the fermented river monks didn't really see much love prior to this. Uh there's a couple things that make them so ridiculous with the moonshiner. Uh, first off, I think most people will agree harness cheese just super good. So that was something going for them. But the big thing that we have is they're too drunk to care, so they can reduce damage, so they can reduce their poison. The problem two. used to be that if you reduce the poison by two, then you wouldn't have enough to do your offensive abilities. Whereas now you can stack so much poison on them that you have enough room for both. So I, I've never found a problem in like using it and debating on, well, do I want it for, it's like, nah, just why not just, both?
4: Yeah. Let's just do everything.
0: <laughs> but, and the big thing is they they fit so well with this hazardous aura. They move a ton so they can reduce their damage to ping people. And it just, not only are they pinging people, but you have Drunken Strength, which can do a crap ton of damage. Uh, makes it, what, a four, uh, 4, 5, 6. You have Aggressive chi, where you can make it irreducible damage. And then if you want to, why not just shower people with booze? It's always fun. Uh, also, so they're, they're always, gives a, yeah,
2: always giving out Stagger is like... Mwah, so good. Yeah, it's just, it's just cooked in. Yeah, because it, it beca- then you get the raw shark effect, which is, you know, you're not stuck in with them. No, no, no. They're stuck in here with me because <laughs>
0: they cannot be moved by outside forces. So you got to have to duke it out with a monk. <laughs> and the, the cool thing about this keyword is almost every model has trusty flask or something kind of similar to it. Yo. So not only are you going around punching things, so but to you heal a little bit, just bloop. Take a little they, sip. Keep going. Yep, and they all
4: I, have two-inch melees. Yes.
2: <laughs> I lost my first game against Leviticus because of amalgams. I played against Leviticus, sure. too. That's a really bad matchup. Everything has high willpower, high defense, well, and you can't heal
0: within four inches or three inches of the stupid amalgam. It was dumb. Yeah. Chris, <laughs> you can attest to this. That's the reason I didn't drop uh, Moonshiner into Explorers, usually, because... Um, I just, if you got paired against English Ivan and a Brock inspector was put down and he's attacking willpower, it's like, well, your willpower, you know, isn't super high, but fingers is a six. So <laughs> probably getting a Brock inspector in your face.
2: Hey, uh, Angel, you were kind of like nodding your head, like not sure about the whole Leviticus 2 matchup. Why? Why? Is... No, 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 no.
3: I, I, I agree with that. Like uh, there is a bunch of like anti-healing stuff. Like yeah. one of my worst games with... Uh... With Brumaster, of my worst is especially before uh, Moonshiner, it has been Kirai because all the anti-healing that she brings. like Everybody has can take a quick action, like, now you don't heal until the end of the turn.
2: Oh, Mark and of Vengeance, right? That's what it's called? I think it's something like that, yeah.
3: Yeah, holy and crap. Anything that just stops your healing, because the models, apart from the monks, that they have like this reduced to the poison and you get the pseudo-armor too, everybody's like, defense 5, defense six sometimes willpower five will power four and they die if they focus on what they die so if you prevent them from healing which is what they keeps them alive they
2: start to die double check it's mark of vengeance it's range 10 and it's against willpower and most of moonshiner's crew is low willpower so yeah that yeah. would definitely fucking kill you holy shit
0: yeah, willpower. When we get to kind of like the weaker parts of this crew, because obviously it's it's a strong keyword, but there are weaknesses. There's more that you can do to combat this crew. So we'll definitely talk to that once we get uh, into it. It just doesn't feel like it though. It's so good. Oh, it's good when it's good. But it sounds like we all play might play this a little differently. I know I like to punch people in the face and ping them with a bunch of damage. Angel, I don't know if you're kind of more janky with your moonshiner. How, how you playing it?
3: I, I love. Jankiness with Moonshiner because of how he supports the crew so I have like the list that uh, brings uh, Cooper Jones to summon the little mini golems uh, because it's nice they can get to push especially in late like, lines They like one summon one is going to get you three four symbols for sure yeah. uh, and then I like to play like the similar list like yours just removing one monk and just bring a uh, popcorn there i don't know i think it allows moonshiner allows different types of playstyle. i still yeah. think that your list will be like the most optimized sort of thing to break people's faces punch break. people in the face well, wreck angel would faces. it would it
0: surprise you if i have if if you would hear that i have brought three monks before he had a I lot of with three yeah. <laughs> the
3: only downside that i see to that is there are no three upgrades to put on. <laughs> so we haven't because talked about this
0: we have kind of looked over it a little bit uh can somebody just tell us what 12 cups of coffee is doing for these monks
4: dumb that's
0: what it is <laughs> Chris, what tell doing. us preach it preacher it, brother
4: what is it scamper it's twitchy. no yeah twitchy and then yeah. it's uh no no bonuses yep yeah, which is, yeah, that's it. And what's the minion thing? The minion that's thing twitchy. is Twitchy. Oh, that's, that's Twitchy. Okay, gotcha.
0: Yeah. So Twitchy is whenever you end a move, or sorry, is it a move? No, it's like activation. activation. Yeah. Yeah, so whenever you are done activating, if you're within six of one of these monks, they get to they move. They get to manage. move.
1: Yeah. And if there's a model
0: nearby. Take a poison off and do a poison damage.
1: Take a poison damage. So dumb. Yep.
0: At the end of every activation, you should be doing one point of damage. Yeah, once you get stuck in. So that was what I was saying. I, I had a game against Jack Daw, and he teleported Jack Daw right behind the Whiskey Golem. And I was like, okay. I mean, he <laughs> got done must. activating. I Twitchy. He activated something else Twitchy. I moved in charge Twitchy. And he's just Twitchy all over the place, and he died pretty easily. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Jack Daw
2: only has six health. Unless, unless you're playing the second one, obviously. But like, that's how Jack all the at, second one. Actually,
0: I think the second version of Daw would have been actually a really interesting matchup. Really? Wait, it, Why it, is that? It, Cause he pulses out, just he can pulse out so much damage.
4: Even, even still, I had like nine health models that I'm just like watching just dwindle down. Dead. Yeah. They just,
0: <laughs> they just evaporate, man. It's like, they're sucking the life out of you. So having three of them, even though one doesn't have Twitchy, which is definitely, it's it's a downside. That's
4: the Hidden Martyrs target right there.
0: Well, not only that, that's kind of what, uh, Angel, you were talking about throwing the Whiskey Golem up. When I have three of them, I'll send the one without the upgrade sometimes, just right in the middle of their crew, and then just have the other two start creeping
3: up to, and it's just a pain train. Yeah, it makes sense. I throw the Whiskey Golem because when I play... Like, everybody brings guns when I play against somebody True. with, uh, so with in shiner, it. right? Because they, I don't know, one of my last games against Radek, uh, he just, we, he was playing Soraida too, and he just killed three of my models turn one, just shooting with McTavish, or True. by turn two, yeah, it was. Turn one, he killed Atanuki and Wesley, turn two, he killed Shoyu. Yeah, sure. Speaking yeah.
0: of that, Pete, I need McTavish. <laughs> oh
2: my
3: god! Joke,
0: joke's on you. I don't have McTavish. Damn it! So <laughs> I, McTavish, to, I Hey, McTavish sure is they,
2: bad with everybody else except rider too. What I'm box
4: does uh, what box does McTavish come in? Is that the
0: Gator box? Yeah, it's a later Gator box.
3: So that's my usually what I do is like here you have a whiskey golem, so try to deal with it. Otherwise, he's gonna break your face if you don't deal with it. And oh yeah, because it's what is it? Can... Is it
0: three, four, six?
2: Yeah, onslaught? three, four,
3: six with onslaught. Yep, three, four, six yeah. with onslaught and
2: smash. Because smash actually is insanely good. And the armor two, If you somehow right? don't
0: kill the person, yeah, armor two, yeah, defense six. Yeah. will power five,
4: yeah, defense six. Pete's all like with Calypso. Pete's all like, defense six
0: is too high on a big. I can be a hypocrite. It's okay. a I, no, 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 no.
1: <laughs> Chris,
2: what about
3: Vasilisa?
2: Yeah, Vasilisa, but no, no, no. There's, there's like five models in the game because like, like Angel immediately messaged me after he listened to an episode and he was like, "Are you high?" There's like five <laughs> models that have defense six and armor two, and I was like. Oh, oh my bad. It's like two models. Did you even look? And I was like,
0: my bad, dude, my bad. <laughs> hey, listen, we're not fact checking while we're bullshitting, okay. okay.
3: <laughs> no, no, no. I, <laughs> my point I mean, is point... like at Greece because he has one in Explorer Society, okay? Yeah. What about model nine? Armor two and can use Soulstones.
2: Yes. <It's> <laughs> model yeah,
4: nine. Not a very good model.
2: You know, yo, but this is a difference though. Your Calypso model is six points and the Munch, uh, the fucking whiskey golem is ten.
0: There's a significant difference there. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, the Whiskey Golem is just a good beater. I think it's in Bayou, especially. It's definitely one of the best beaters in the game. It's a weird model, though, because I don't want to pay 11 points for it out of keyword usually. But, you know, in in keyword, 10 points just seems right. Mm, okay, that's fair. Even though sometimes I'll slap an upgrade, so it's really I mean, 12 points. The, the funny thing is
2: that uh, playing, uh, which call it playing. Uh, what's her face? Uh, Ma, playing Ma, took at one. He's won me the game, just being thirteen points and with sparks. I mean, it's super sh- dumb.
0: I mean, sure, I've done that too. It's not bad. Yeah, especially, especially um, I've tried it a couple times with like Mechamima. That's been fun. Yeah, I mean, granted,
2: that was also in GG zero or GG one back when being in the middle of the table and beating the crap out of each other was the way to win. But, yeah, I haven't tried it since then, so maybe that's the reason why you don't see it anymore.
3: Yeah. No, I think that also Malifaux Burns really expanded the, like, willpower attacks, and especially ranged willpower attacks, which the golem doesn't like. And you have a lot of, like, movement shenanigans. I think that pre-Malifaux Burns, like, Malifaux was very straightforward game, sort of. Okay, that's the master. He punches my face. Now we are not, I'm not going to say reaching like level of complexity of Malifaux 2nd Edition, but you know, we are getting there slowly. So now you have, I listened to another podcast not that long ago about Wong, and they were like, oh, now you cannot declare triggers against Wong. Uh, and so you can never nobody can stand Wong. I was like, well, Malifaux burns bring more than 13 new attacks that they put you stun without having to declare a trigger. <laughs> so that's not exactly true. Because I think many people still have the mentality of pre-malifore burns,
1: mm, but uh,
3: it shaked a lot of things. It did.
0: Yeah, and it, it's kind of interesting because it—you can call it power creep, or you can call it kind of, you know, more complexity. Definitely a lot more markers. I feel. And mm. a lot of conditions. I feel like a lot of these titles are putting out a crap ton of conditions.
3: Staggered and a stand before were like, oh, this model can put a so stagger. Wow. It's one, the only one in Keyword, or the only one. There are three models in the whole faction that can do it. And I was like, here you have 10 new models that put a stagger, another 15 models that put a stand without the trigger. And people really don't. I, I think that some people are still adapting to it.
0: Yeah.
3: Yeah. So then when they see it, it's like, oh, shit, Pandora 2. Look, at put the stun within 10 inches with a ranged attack. Wow.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: That's true. That's actually Sick. one of the biggest strengths that I saw when I was playing Pandora 2 is just like, range 10, here's a stun. And then people yeah, are like, rough. crap. Because yep. if you can put slow on them with a trigger or something else, then all of a sudden it's like, well, my model is completely
0: useless. I can do one action and I'm done. So, Angel, last question on the models, and then we're going to talk a little bit about pools and stuff. Um, do you find yourself bringing Moon Shinobi?
3: I tried.
2: <laughs> me too. <laughs> it makes you me will sad. go for a Garmin before you go to a wi- Moon oh, Shinobi. Hell yeah! Jesus, I- I Akanamis so all the way. You know, that's a true. That's a good model. I actually like that model. I
3: I like Akanamis. for yeah, four. It's all like-
0: as soon as you get in stealth range of the shinobis, they just die.
3: If at least they had a printed mass trigger on the on the trusty flask, like the monks. Yeah. So if yeah. somebody's engaging you at one inch, you are not losing a whole action in order to punch them and not just put them poison two of them. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that would be really nice. And then they don't do anything with poison. I mean... Nope. You have the, sh- the shenanigans of uh, Brumaster that it gives you, but I don't know. Reduce the Poison banchu and get uh, one suit when well, you flip I, a card.
0: I also feel like the Moon Shinobi don't want to be in the middle of all. all. They they seem like they want to be on the edges or the flank, hmm. which I think they could be good at, but then they're not benefiting from Moonshiner, so it's kind of weird.
2: I mean, there's so much wrong about them that I don't like. Like, for example, the the... The thing that you just said, Angel, they do nothing with poison. I hate that. I absolutely yeah. hate that a model does nothing
0: with poison. Unless you're, unless you're, uh, I mean, you you do to an extent because I mean, you still have barroom brawl. That's not a range thing. Well, he yeah, doesn't. But it's yeah. Something
3: that gives you brewmaster. They don't do anything with poison on enemies, and they don't do anything with poison themselves. Correct. Because right. they don't have even beer goggles. If they had beer goggles, oh my god, they would amazing skin runners. Because I charge you. With my two inches range, I would I put poison on you. Start mm-hmm. five though, but probably yeah. gonna put poison on you. Five against good power. Yeah, and they're at a negative. Now you are engaging, you're on a negative to hit me, and probably you're not engaging me because I have my little range two and I can drop a skin marker for let's go crazy, outflank. Yeah. That's not crazy, man. I I, I love the occasional outflank. Uh, yeah.
0: it, it costs me Nobody games. expects the Spanish Inquisition, exactly. I tell you. <laughs> hey, I don't know. I
2: mean if the Moon we had blood poisoning even if it was like stat five
0: I would be very strong (laughs) I don't (laughs) know angels like too far Dixon too far why okay why do you say that it'd be good no 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 no.
2: I'm saying why do Angel think that's too good why is it too good in both of you guys' opinions
3: so charge uh, you attack you again you're at poison four in the aura of master one or a popcorn Turner and then blood poison you for five damages oof hey Chris
0: tell me tell me how good it feels to play against hamlin with that bleeding disease three times or no no more than that it's like four, yeah, you can five do
3: it. five you could do it five times yeah, yeah
4: it's just sick how many times you could do it it's just dumb
3: yeah it's not Next fun it's when not a the good poison. experience yeah, it's definitely thing a
2: but negative blood, okay blood poisoning is a bonus action though so you can only do it once per activation if you make it like stat four what about that what about stat four
3: Okay, it, they will be better at killing, but it's not, like, the purpose what I will bring them. Okay. I, will, I would rather, like, this model can reduce the poison by two to add a suit to the final duel total.
1: Mm, they oh don't have, God. like,
3: super amazing triggers, you know, but you have the reposition for, well, the one-inch push for the trusty flask, you have a reposition there, you have a, I give you one distracted, I get one distracted, which increases their survival, survival ah, their chances of survival, let's say like that. yeah, Because <laughs> in the end, they are defense five, will power five once somebody gets in range they're gonna say bye-bye six boxes yeah
2: they actually they have better stats than the monks which is hilarious
3: yeah but they have uh
2: they have chi. exactly that's what I was gonna say it's like you look at the moon shinobi if you compare the moon shinobi to the monks you're in and you don't understand the power of chi pun intended then, uh, yeah, like you look at them, and you're like, Well, I'm gonna pick Shinobi, her, her, her. And I mean, honestly, I tried, I did that and, mistake. And Chris yeah. killed them. <laughs> well, do you know the funny thing is, they were one of my best models, but that's because the crew that I was playing against was Colette, and I was like enjoying the fact that I was able to hit her sure. because of Drunken Kung Fu. This is like we're talking like two years ago when like GG1 was still around, you know, or a year ago or two years ago, right? And Drunken Kung Fu. Did so much work in that matchup, and I thought, "Oh my god, Munchinou were great!" I played somebody that was not Colette. All of a yeah. sudden, Munchinobi had garbage.
0: It yeah, there might be there might be a cute te- tech pick here and there, but that's about it.
3: Yep. you can think like, "Oh, with whom they can benefit? Against whom they can benefit a lot?" And you said resurrectionists. Everybody, has, almost everybody, has hard to one, right? Yeah. So you're going always with positives or double positives to the damage flips, but these are defense five will power five guys that their only protection is a stealth and I'm not printed a squeal so you're going there it's like ha I punch you for 4 damages suck it you beats a student and then the visitor student just eats you alive
0: Angel I get pissed with that squeal <laughs> trigger because the only time I get it they
3: die yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's why I was saying like they reduce the poison by 2 they add any suit so you can get it in the first hit and then you run away
1: I to, yeah yeah <laughs>
3: All right, so let's look at
0: then, what what strategy do you guys like playing the Moonshiner into? Um, I, I there, There's a lot of different kind of theories when I've talked to different uh, brewmaster players. Uh, but Angel, what, what do you like dropping Moonshiner into?
3: I would say everything but symbols.
0: Okay, I can see that.
1: Hmm.
3: Symbols is going to be very map dependent and it can force you to spread out a lot. So they struggle there. In corruptible Line lines, they are busted. Probably is one of the best crews. Two-inch reach on all the symbols. Yeah. But to protect them. Yeah. But I like to collect the other my symbols too. I don't like those games of like uh, that in Dixon Wars make you wanna kill babies. When the final <laughs> score is two one. Uh, I hate that. After oh. five turns playing.
0: Yeah. Two
4: one. Those are good games right there. <laughs> uh,
0: no. Tight
3: games. Tight games. I'd rather, so, I'd rather
0: take an 8-8 eight, eight draw than get a 2-1 win.
3: <laughs> any day. So I think that for Corrupted Lane Lines, the fact that when somebody takes poison damage, you can push them away for the Lane oh, line. Yeah. It's like... If your opponent doesn't know that when they are building the crew, that's that gives for a whole episode of a rage here, eh? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> a whole episode that is going to make Tara taking advantage
4: of new people right there
3: yeah yeah, yeah. yeah it would be like nexus guys, is
4: such a protest. negative
0: play experience
3: i'm
4: well, gonna do
0: this <laughs> because i don't think we were too specific on when we were talking about that when we were looking at the uh what is it the bar room uh blitzer ball whatever it is there yeah um or no sorry tipsy slide Tip, tipsy slide is not just friendly models
3: Tips is like, it's basically when a model with poison in, within eight inches of Brewmaster is going to take damage from poison before applying any reduction damage. You can push them an equal number of inches. Yeah, it's not, uh, so it's the not even a push, it's offer. a move. It's a move, right. yeah. Yeah, which is it's even worse. It's just even worse. I've done it's donuts so, around Chris before. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you're so mean. Chris is there on the floor lying and you're just kicking him in the ribs. like Not too bad for Chris. He would
0: drop like Ivan and then I'd get shit on, so uh-huh. it would happen. Chris, you were looking for it then. Yeah, right. <laughs>
1: Sounds like me.
0: Yeah, so you can push your opponent. That's also good for ley lines too, because if you're fighting over that middle ley line, you can just push them off of it so they don't get the uh, get the credit for that middle ley line. Yeah.
2: Got it. I it's think so other than that, are a
3: well rounded crew. Like, they can compete in turf war. They are quite good at break the line because with everything that you advance, you can just prepare for a turn one when you don't accumulate that much poison, but you already kick three of the cans. So Mm. you put your opponent in a bad position from turn one. I think they they have a lot of play. I mean, they can even play in symbols. It's just... It wouldn't be my my ideal pick. Yeah, you'd have to build it different. Yeah. Mm. You have to prepare for it.
0: Yeah, and... It, it, this was a good title for me because me personally, I had I had a lot of my pools already f- figured out. Turf War was one of those pools that usually I struggled with. And I liked Brewmaster Moonshiner into Turf Wars a lot, the way I yeah. built it. Because since I bring, you know, two monks, I'm a little heavier. I have seven soul stones in that one list. I'd bring that into Turf War and I'd just kind of tank it, heal myself, you know, kill stuff. It felt pretty good. Yeah, yeah, I think fun, it's a,
3: it's an ideal list for 2-4. Either yours or the Dixon's variation. Well, like they both look like great uh, lists for 2-4. Yeah. Well,
2: can you play it in other strategies, in your opinion, then?
0: Because it sounds like you play it in any strategy.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> yeah, the only one I wouldn't play it in is Symbols. That's just me, because I don't... Right the way that the way that I like playing him I'm like okay why wouldn't I just play like Marzip or, or something like that
2: Yeah yeah but I just want to like why because the way that the angel made it sound it's like how would you play it in symbols then
3: In symbols you can bring the the whiskey gamins Yeah the sure. gamin
0: Okay gamin could just do symbols for you pretty
3: much and you can put in one of the monks the the upgrade that gives you a free suit hmm. The infinity complex right that gives you bully Yes. bullet your own gamins so every time that you attack you get also the printed trigger that you want mm. so you can you could load up two gamins if you have a way to protect them so they don't get like one-shotted or killed super easy okay. and at least one of the gamins should survive to pick the first symbol which is yeah the trickiest part and after that your crew should be like well, far you got popcorn away too. yeah and popcorn is great and I was going to ask a, that. That like, would also
0: be a pool where I'd probably, uh, I'll get you a second, Dixon, but I'd probably bring the um, the Emissary too in a in a, in a a pool if I was going to do symbols. Emissary would be good to kick around the board, probably. Okay.
2: I was going to ask, no, the question was basically, when will you bring popcorn? And you just answered that. I was like, yeah. Kick the guns is amazing. Hmm. I mean, he yeah, bring one, popcorn three. in any of those, I think. He's so flipping fast. Holy crap.
0: Yeah. I'm just looking at his card. I didn't realize he was speed six and on the move. Yeah. Yep. And then he moves off of Brewmaster's thing, so he's moving all over the blaze. Yeah.
4: Well, turn one, he's moving off of Brewmaster's thing.
0: I mean, it's not super hard to keep it within eight for certain things. I mean, you're not going to always be there, especially if you're doing symbols. um But non symbols, I mean, you can still be in that aura pretty easy. But yeah, he he's so fast. He has blood poisoning. Why is it
2: that I am? too stuck on killing models holy crap because like the first thing I, th- I saw when i was looking at him i was like why is it that i passed him over he has breath of fire and blood poisoning and then i realized like yeah but i didn't have the points and pete was adamant that shoujo needed to be on the list and yeah i think <laughs> you do you <laughs> yeah it's like
4: all about shoujo
2: i mean shoujo definitely definitely see i i saw the power immediately like i said when i saw slurred speech but then people would try to murder her like the entire time after that, they're like, "Okay, I can't. That that can't live." <laughs> that's what always <laughs> happened to my showjo. Show yeah, nice. dude, cheated. Car- like when you lower a fucking duel by three, a ten is a thirteen. Holy sh!
3: Oh my god, it's so good.
0: Yep, that's pretty good.
3: Yeah, I loved it. I I think showjo is a good addition even for 1, mm-hmm. when you can play like in your corner or control the table because of the activation control that she can give you. So Brewee 1 can go last one and do a double or triple lure on someone. Mm. So you are sure that you're going to have like last activation turn 1 and first activation turn 2. So you can basically delete a model with Brewmaster with little to no opposition. And so she's she's really good. She's really good. Just like in Brewmaster 2 is going to be more action intensive to load her with poison.
0: So looking at the schemes though what are some popular schemes that you like taking angel what are ones where it's like when you see it in the pool you're like okay i like this one
3: detonate charges is really good hell yeah of we
0: didn't even talk about that yet <laughs> yeah
3: Promaster Master has an ability which is like she doesn't even need to flip right if i recall no correctly. it just happens you just reduce just poison happens. reduce poison by two drop a scheme marker all right friendly enemy you can, doesn't do it twice. Matter. you can do it twice you got just two skin markers. And in case somebody wants to come and delete one, you can just make it hazardous, right? No, it has to be non-skin marker for the hazardous.
2: That's okay. Cause even though
3: it's like oh god, it's so Ugh, I'm so upset. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, <you> no, <know>, it's <laughs> don't markers. So yeah, good. you can make the, the skin marker. They knew there was a restriction there.
0: I think Hidden Martyrs is good too, just cause of Wesley. Yeah, the golem. Because, I mean, he's what, three stones, so you can pair him up with a pretty tanky
3: model? For me, the golem usually dies unless my opponent is. Yeah, because everybody he... wants to remove the golem. Exactly. That's a big target on his face.
4: It's a lot of APs going to go into that golem.
0: It is. <laughs> it's a lot, yeah. I mean. But it
2: depends. It depends. Depends um, who you're facing. How do you guys feel about Cash and Release? Because I
3: really, really like that scheme with him. Yeah, I've done it before. Yeah. I think he's doable, but not wouldn't be my first choice okay because i really like my minions which are going to be the two monks or one monk at least Just their punching faces yeah and they could die easily oh okay but like once once you get the point they're like wait that needs to die yeah exactly (laughs) it's very difficult to get the two points out of that one i've also found
0: (laughs) that this is one of the few crews that i actually don't mind taking claim jump with just because you can get your stuff right there around the middle and push everything else that's you know would deny you that just push them away
3: and usually people don't want to come inside of your bubble yeah nope. well so if they're smart that. they don't want to
0: come inside the bubble exactly. yeah. <laughs> well that's just like uh we were talking about so last week and you know staying out of that kill bubble it's the same thing with brewmaster too you don't want to jump in the middle of that see usually but before people just go you...
4: right in my bubble
2: Hey, I'm just saying, Jetsa, you couldn't actually fight that bubble easily because you had a teleporting two-inch melee monster. Now that doesn't exist anymore. Yeah, you, still don't, you still don't
3: want to go in there, though. No, you no, don't no, want to go. Saying, at least knowing they're just like, I'm going to go there. I'm going to kill somebody or let's see what happens. Yeah, no, yeah. no, 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 no. I, I'm,
2: not saying, I'm not saying that but you want to go in out. there. I'm saying that before you couldn't even just like, yeah, nibble I, I on the edges. Saying. I know what you're saying. Yeah, nibbling on the edges was a thing that you couldn't undo before. Now you can definitely do that.
4: I like to nibble on the edges.
0: Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, you do. Nibble them toes. (laughs) Dixon likes to suck them toes. I don't know about toes, but... (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Of course, I mean, anything that does, like, kill is still pretty good with Brewmaster's keyword, so you could do Vendetta... Uh, you can do Assassinate. I've taken Assassinate plenty of times, because you can just control, bleed them down. Yep. No, no them surprise bleed. like, whoops.
3: <laughs> he, uh, let them bleed. is also really nice. Yeah, that's
0: yep. actually a lot easier with this crew. Um, I feel it's a lot easier to control.
3: Yeah, because with other crews, when you're investing on like hurting a model, you're always going to go for the kill, right? Otherwise, you can lose yeah. that investment of cards, actions, mm-hmm. etc. With Brewmasters, since you have Maybe you just need to put an attack here, another attack there, and then you put them down to half with the bathroom brawl. Mm. So yeah. you're already there.
1: Hmm.
2: I was going to yeah. ask you, how do you guys feel about bait and switch since people don't want to come to your bubble?
0: Um, It's
2: doable, but bait and switch can be tough. Um, really? I mean, nobody's going to go into the deployment zone, so that's
0: a guarantee one point i mean i've had people end up in my deployment zone before
3: i think it depends right because if mm. there is a breakthrough there too somebody's gonna come into your deployment zone yeah that's true that's true but I I think is it's it gonna
0: those... be more than seven points well i think it's one of those schemes where it's like you're probably gonna get one off of it and if you're get to if you're getting two off this scheme i think you're probably winning the game anyways mm. that's just me that's fair no it, it sounds about right in my experience it's not hard to deny as long as you have models on the board. I mean, I, I had to take that one um, in the tournament we played in Atlanta, and um, Brandon just threw an Iron Skeeter there, end of the game, and I was like, well, balls. <laughs> an much iron much Skeeter,
2: yeah, but the Iron Skeeter doesn't stop you from getting the point. Yeah, It does. It has to be eight or more.
0: Am I no, wrong? I'm pretty, sure it's, I'm pretty sure it's seven. Payton and switch, it's seven. Seven or seven less. Oh, think, okay. So, so yeah. it does have to be
2: eight. Yeah, yeah, it man. has to be eight or more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to think, because I, I constantly... damn, reading is so hard. I know. Hang reading up, is up. fundamental. Hang up. Read, read the, RTFS. I need read to watch, watch more reading. Scheme. No, I
0: have, I have to watch Reading <laughs> Rainbow more. That's all that is. Uh, but yeah, no, no. That's
2: like the reason why I keep noticing is like, I have gotten Necropunks. I have gotten help. Angel, when I was playing against you, uh, you were playing in Hambling at the time. You dropped the plague, right? Uh, uh, flying plague, douche nozzle thingy. I forget um, the name.
3: Yeah.
2: Oh Yeah, the yeah. winged plague. Yeah, that's a four-point model. I didn't give a crap, but yeah. that's my point. Like, I see little turds just get into the deployment zone. That doesn't stop you from getting the point from bait and switch.
0: I think it also depends on your meta. I've talked with some areas where they're like, "Oh yeah, people don't like bringing those cheap minions. They'd rather have the
3: heavier, beefier models." True. I think. That's pretty common, actually. Especially in certain factions and certain masters. They, I like to play. Okay, I like to play competitive in the sense that I like to play a game where I don't make mistakes. Right? If the opponent played better than me and what's, wins, what's that like, Angel? I've never had one of those. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's what <laughs> he... I strive for. Like, that's what <laughs> yeah, I yeah, mean for. Okay, he's like, talking like, about a metaphor. Me here. Yeah, sure, I got it. It's but, metaphorical. Uh, <laughs> uh, but I like to to bring, like, I like, I have many models, okay, I have many fucking keywords. Like, most that I can say that loud because my partner is just in the other room. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I like to play like less played models and try to find their, sure. their spot, but I've seen especially playing online, many people that are like, oh, if I cannot bring that five or six souls to model because in my meta they're just gonna kill him turn one and not gonna even get to use it. It's like, well, sometimes you have to be like really to sacrifice a model in order to score some points or mm. to even do something else you know
0: anytime you see that though there there are ways to kind of like if you notice your meta is playing like that mm. i mean if there's hidden martyrs in there and they kill your cheap model it's just like just don't lose it turn one yeah.
2: <laughs> well that's actually that's actually the thing that i noticed depending on on where you're playing because even in 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 uh, Vassal, if you start seeing an elite crew start losing to a bunch of little turds, like little dirtlers, people start looking because, like, that's what happened to me when I was playing Pandora. Everybody saw me playing like Soros and Lysa's, and they were like, Why do you bring that crap? And all of a sudden, when their models start burning slowly to the ground, they're like, Wait, this is turn three, and I have like half a crew left, and you still have like six models. I'm like, Yeah, because you know I'm yeah you can I kill my models, models in one or two yeah. hits
0: but i'm gonna keep yeah exactly i'm gonna keep smothering you until you die well that's what like people talk shit about like Bert Jepsen, all the time and right. i'm like yeah he like he's fragile as hell but if you if you can like sneak <laughs> him and like get him in the backfield it's like he'll get your points all day <laughs> sneak It's my, it's right, probably my favorite it nice having you on the podcast sounds like a dirty thing <laughs>
2: Sounds like a dirty porn. Sneak him in the backfield. <laughs> Sneak him. Get back in the old, there. In the old Duru uh, Sanchez. Uh, yeah. Get, get dude, in the back this, door.
3: <laughs> does he sound He's like knocking a, on the back
0: door. You going to let him in? Uh,
3: I, I have it amazingly painted at Bird Jepsen, like with the Big Travel Little China t-shirt and everything. Sure. You know, oh, I have a, a g- friend of mine God. that paints my models. I am terrible at painting. Like. First, I don't have the time, neither the skill, neither the time to get the skill. Okay, <laughs> so I had a good friend of mine that has a PhD in history, actually, and he makes a living nice. out of painting models. <laughs> <laughs> so he he's always painting my models for a decent price, and I told him like, "Per Jepsen is just probably after Wong, my favorite model in the whole game, if not my favorite model in the whole game." Yeah. So I want like extra extra love from him.
0: One uh, of these days, he'll be good again and people will rue the day
2: they made fun of Bert. All he needs is defense six and hard to kill. I say that, like, he could be willpower five. I don't care. But what, defense one six of the and two,
3: one of the two, and something that makes him playable with SIP. Uh, with He's sure. eight
2: points, dude. I mean,
3: but I know he when I am too high. I know when I am too high. <laughs> I, I, I mean, ideally, he will have all of those, okay? But he, I would like uh, a defense six or hard to kill and something like that fucking clock crew grenade can can we have like oh. magical feedback or something so he gains a glowy so he can use glowy with zip or that'd be cool the uh. gang. can can he has a gang with a trigger that he can actually use what you don't like pushing pigs around which pigs <laughs> 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 one crazy. Now- <laughs> hold on now we have the swine course that are pigs
0: finally
1: that's oh, there true. you go
0: see perfect that's true perfect Um, back on topic though, gang, uh, (laughs) no, yeah, it's all good. I think that's why people listen to us because they just want to see where the shit show goes. (laughs) Um, yeah, but so a lot of people have talked negative about this crew. They're like, man, this crew's strong. I've seen it win this tournament locally. So there, there are some ways to counter it. We've talked about a couple. One is anything that stops healing is going to hurt this crew. This crew loves to heal. Got so that's you. that's like one, right? Also, I think if I think terrain is probably the next thing where I'm like, I can't drop Brewmaster because the terrain's so bad. Or if you have a crew that puts out severe terrain, that can make it really bad for Brewmaster because he doesn't ignore it. So instead hmm. of these one, you know, instead of these like one inch pushes or you know five inch pushes, they're only like a half inch or you know two and a half inches. It it really slows the crew down and makes it more manageable. Hmm. I see what you say.
3: I was say in my experience. Go ahead. Go ahead. Pete.
0: I was last thing I'll say, and then you can add to it. Angel is that they dropped the grave goo, and like now you're taking damage when you move. <laughs>
3: Feels bad. <laughs> it's just poison. It doesn't hurt you. Why am I dying? Uh, in my experience, like first thing that they hate is shooting. Sure. Of course. Like I played once against the uh, base. A crew that had like no elite models, or were like the five, six, and seven Soulstone minions, and he had like ten models or something. So those were like twenty attacks turn one. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> you know That's true. he flipped for through his deck. I think even the game is uh, he was played in Basel, so probably it's in YouTube. And he was like so to clarify, okay. <laughs> to clarify real quick, because you are
2: not exaggerating to anybody that hasn't played against Bass. They they get plus one to the deployment zone equal to however many models they bring. So yeah. if they bring ten models, that's ten they, inches that they're they go where they the want. Board. Exactly. So that means that he was in the middle of the table shooting into Angel's deployment zone.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Chris has done that to me before. Yeah, Doesn't feel
4: good. The only bad thing about Bass is all his stuff is super easy to kill.
2: They're super
0: squishy, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but Brewmaster, especially if you can shoot him turn one when they're just building
3: up, that's like super good. Yeah, it's super good. Especially if you can kill one unactivated model, it already gives you a really good advantage. And then, yeah. an, then an activated model can be the, the, the totem. You know? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Dixon in one of my game in one of our games, he just like walk walk Sonia and then shoot at the totem that was just like Half a millimeter, looking through a building there, in focus, and he put like double blast for Red Joker damage on oh, all my crew through Yeah,
0: bad touched him. He
3: was like, he was like, well, are, are we well keep, are deserved. we playing tour 2? Are we playing tour 2 this this game?
0: Well, let's rework it. Well <laughs> yeah. deserved, yeah. Uh, oh. Chris. You also had a pretty good nasty little counter uh, that one game you and I played with Break the Line. You remember what you brought? is that uh Nagatoro Nagatoro yep
4: so oh my Nagatoro, God. yeah with neurotoxins it's, that's yeah. so funny <laughs> it's so amazing. yeah neurotoxins
0: but also
3: obeys are super obeys good, good against what they want to say next. my one of my last games I was playing brewmaster against Jan Lo. 2 I was very careful another reason like why people that are listening to us reading is important like <laughs> I was very careful that Jan Lo activated so there were I thought there were no more obeys on the table like okay, now I can move fingers that was hidden here behind with 30. I don't know how much poison, and one activation later he just goes with the combiner with the upgrade of Janlo, two, and there's like oh now Janlo can take an action, and Janlo is gonna obey fingers. He's gonna use this 13. So there is no. He's gonna <laughs> use this red joker because I actually had my red joker in hand, and now he's gonna do like the a toast, and Janlo draw 12 cards. Yo. <laughs> Use the poison from 37 to 1 or something like that or to zero and draw 12 cards. Yikes. Yeah. Awesome. And like, oh, shh. yeah, and so Chris not only,
0: yeah, I was gonna say he not only obeyed like that, but he also obeyed to make one of my monks charge the other monk and like take like I had a focus and stuff on it, and he took the chi down and ended up punching the other monk to death. And I was just like, this doesn't feel good. <laughs> Isn't how this game usually goes. the oh, crew gosh. has
3: really low willpower. I would say it does. So yeah. So everything that attacks with four. And I, before we were talking about Jack Doe and how good uh, Brewmaster Two Moonshiner is against Jack Doe, especially the one. Mm-hmm. But I think that Jack Doe 1, if you play it completely opposite of how he usually plays, which is like jumping on your face, mm-hmm. and you just play it to put the stagger that range at people. Yeah, it probably wouldn't be bad. Then you cannot use tipsy slide. Yeah. So your, oh, that's another
0: thing Chris started doing, putting staggered on my shit all the time. Your crew
3: gets stacked in the deployment zone. You're like, oh, yeah, I don't mind leaving, like, the Whiskey Golem or this uh, monk down here because he's going to just push five inches after and he's going to, and then some Manos comes, I don't know, leaps, and that's the attack that puts stagger in the in your whole crew turn one, and you're like, oh.
0: Yeah, Chris, well, what was the model shit. that you brought that was putting Staggered out all the time on my monks and stuff? Yeah, I don't remember. It's been too long. Oh my god. It was one of your henchmen. <laughs> I can't remember which one it was. What, what faction were you playing the other time? Oh, It was, it was Explorers. It was Explorers. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't, way, remember what, I don't remember what those, it was, but it's Manos, sucked.
2: Spirit Barrage, is range 12? What the crap? I think Targets will power. I hear, I hear Manos uh, is good. That's so annoying.
3: And also, I would say that the game that I play against Bass, I was talking before, I won. But I'm going to say one thing, uh, people that play Guild. You have more upgrades that are not leadline code.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Do they? I thought they only had one.
3: <laughs> they actually have an upgrade that makes bathroom brawl completely useless. Hmm. Which one's that? The one that uh, makes you ignore, reduce to zero the damage from pulses. Ah. Oh. The Riot Gear thing. Hmm.
1: So,
0: yeah, I was going to say, um, I know if I come across Brewmaster, uh, if I drop like Von Schill, I mean, you just bring the Metallurgist and now Armor ignores all these little poison
3: pulses. Or with Mei Feng, the Rockhopper. Also, mm. if you're yep. playing against Bayou, Rockhopper can be very good there. I yep. don't know. I think there there is counterplay. But sure. Moonshiner really force you, when you're facing him, to think a little bit out of the box. Go one step backwards and say, hold on, how does this crew works? And then how can I stop it? Yeah. And once you figure those things out, he doesn't feel as powerful.
1: I'm yeah, not yeah. going to say he's,
3: he's not powerful. I think he's he, really powerful, okay? but He's really powerful. <laughs> you yeah, just so really cool. good to know how to play against him. And once you figure that out, yep. there is some play styles that can go in there.
0: Sure, and if you have something like, uh, what, Planted Roots or something to that effect where you can't be moved, that also helps in a lot of those pools. Yep.
3: Tara and the bury Mechanics that everybody hates here. Uh, Lady Justice and the bury Mechanics. Lady Justice also can bury, Master and can put, like, coffins that prevent you from healing. So it's like, and prevent you from moving also. Yes. So it's, like, really great.
2: Well, I, I wanted to point out something that you are right, the riot gear stops the tipsy, uh, the the barroom brawl and stuff like that, but the problem is that you don't know that you're playing against Moonshiner until it's already too late.
3: I mean... You know
0: it. I mean, you you know. You (laughs) know. (laughs) <laughs> it's like, and yeah. you know, I, I will tell you if I plan for Moonshiner and they drop the other Brewmaster, I'm like, oh, thank God. <laughs> Are you serious? No way.
1: No way. Hell yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm well, gonna have
2: to start looking into why he's because I think the shojo is really good with him with the
0: the with Brewmaster Brew, one. Yeah, yeah sure. One. But dude, you that you're talking about dealing with two models then compared to the whole damn crew. Doing poison or doing uh, the barroom brawl damage and moving and just making your life miserable. It's like I can let one model like take the pain train. Plus, fucking like Chris, I I tried making Brewmaster work a couple of times and he would bring a tech piece like Vernon and Wells. So now any willpower thing I'm doing that is at a neg. I'm just like, well, I guess I can't have any fun this game. (laughs) I got to walk instead of lure.
3: Okay. I think that once you assume that with Brewmaster one, you're gonna against Brewmaster one, you're gonna lose one model per turn. You just fit the model that you want, that sure. you are, that is just like I don't mind losing this model this turn because he's not gonna score me any points. Hmm. Go Brewmaster, have fun.
1: <laughs> well, and I think
0: also Brewmaster one also doesn't like guns, and he's not as mobile, so fair, also fair. I like mobile crews cause you can really react and kind of try to try to maybe outmaneuver your opponent or just really kind of throw something like a weird, just I'm going to move my whole crew this way type thing where, you know, brewmaster one, I can bring like some mobile stuff, but brewmaster is going to be right there. <laughs> Unless I bring something like Gracie to, you know, piggyback around on. Hmm. Also fair. Yeah. So definitely some counter picks. Um, and as a Brewmaster player also, I think looking at the board, I can't stay, say how important it is to look at the board and look at the terrain. And if there's a lot of severe terrain, like if you have a huge river going across most of the board, might not want to bring Brewmaster just because you just might be slowed down most of the game. So just kind of keep that in mind as well.
4: So now that we've gotten through all that, Angel, do you think that the fermented monks are broken?
3: No, honestly, I don't think so. You're paying eight stones for, for them in order to perform as you want them to perform. And do they perform like the best eight stones models in the game? I don't think so. Especially... Because even if they do, let's assume that the Fermental Rivermore performs as good as probably the best eight Soulstone Minion, is the Viscera student.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Let's assume I, that it performs that, yeah. as good as the student of Viscera. Mm-hmm. They still have like the defensive stats of a six Soulstone Minion.
2: Yeah. That's true. That's true.
3: So he's still a defense five, will power four with six boxes. Yeah,
2: but I don't think there's a better model than the student of Viscera. I think you're right on that. Yeah, but
4: even with the stats taken into consideration you still have all the poison you have stacked on them and they're reducing two damage every single turn so you're yeah i mean if you're hitting them with men then you're not doing very much to them yeah and they have and they have heals
2: so Yeah, yeah but like the thing is that they don't have stones uh i lost them to cooper because cooper kept trying to hit me with a positive flip on the damage and it took three shots true but he got me on a severe finally and finished him off.
0: So... Yeah, I mean, I, I've yeah. lost... I'd say out of all the games I've played, which I've played somewhere probably around 12 Moonshiner games, um, I would say probably half of those, mm. the monks are either dead or close to dead. Yeah. Um, They're really, so. really good. But Don't you get me have wrong. to
4: throw so many APs. Oh, too, for sure. Them. Unless really? you're
0: playing... The only time they've died super quick is when I played against Jedsa 2, um, that irreducible damage just made a yep. do rise. And no heal. Like, yeah. you get no healing and the
2: irreducible damage. Like, it's insane.
3: I think you, you should only focus on killing them if you are sure, are certain, to have the resources to kill them. Yeah. Right? Yeah, that it, sounds You correct. cannot... It's that kind of modders that you cannot go halfway. Oh, let's try to attack him. Let's see what happens. No, because like you say, they have the healing. They can reduce damage by two. You need to be certain that you have the cards or the resources to be able to kill them. Mm -hmm. You know, some masters with a severe and a moderate can kill them. So maybe you focus to get the first punch on a straight flip. Use the severe for five damages. Those are three or six damages and yep. then you drop them down with a second attack on a minimum or something like that. Yep. That's exactly, so yeah, that's exactly, you really right. need, it's is those kind of models that you're like, oh, I'm going to throw an attack at them. Let's see what happens. Maybe if I get a moderate, then I can get another attack with after and do this. No, 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 no. It's like, if you need one dead, just make sure that you have the tools to drop them dead. Otherwise, just play around them, just push them away, stun them, stagger them, will power 4, obey them, lure them, do a hole in the wall on them. (laughs) Just remember that I I think everybody here loves to kill models. I'm the first one that is like, especially when I'm losing. Like, look, I'm losing. But I'm going to try to kill as much as I can from turn three (laughs) onwards, at least. (laughs) But uh, sometimes there are other tools. And that's one thing that I learned after playing so many games in Basel. Like, sometimes you don't need to kill a model to make it completely useless. Just a perfectly timed hole in the wall, and now that model is trapped inside the house, or. Engage with any other model there in a corner, or there are ways to deal with them. Sure. And they are movement five after.
1: True.
0: So I think the last thing I want to talk about with this keyword in general is if there are any out of keyword random tech picks that you guys like with this keyword or any versatile models you find yourself bringing with this crew. Personally, I don't really go out of keyword with Moonjiner.
3: The only one I would see and I used once, it was the pork chop for the... Yeah, I brought that once too. For the concealing to protect me against a a turn one shooting. I also brought it for the uh, scrap markers for Cooper. Yeah. It didn't work out well, but it was okay. (laughs) I, I think it could be a decent peak, but other than pork chop i don't see bringing any other out of keyword models yeah this and
0: i actually that's why i don't hate the keyword for like being too strong it is a strong keyword but it is mostly going to be keyword there's not a lot of surprise picks
3: you're going to get out of this one it's not like a super strong master with the best of the faction yeah that's what i like i i'm honestly a sucker for keyword play i said we're gonna play reba oh see i knew i liked you I, I'm like, look, it cannot be the most optimized crew, but one of the things I like from Malifo is like player skill and even lack, even if it's mitigated by cars, they affect a lot to the game. So even if if you know very well what your crew does, how to play your crew, and what the enemy can do, that's more important than bringing an old star list most of the time. And I, what I really like is like you can play all keywords. With models that before were like almost unplayable, well, except the moonshine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the full moonshine gremlins. But uh, everybody else is just playable. And I love that. I love that. Maybe it's not going to be the most competitive list, but everything is playable with a uh, Brewmaster Moonshiner in, in Keyword. And I. that's for me what it's yeah, like. Yeah, that is awesome. You it's actually awesome. kind of re
0: sparked it because. I do have that core list that I like bringing, but the more we talked about like popcorn and Cooper and even the Akaname, I was like, Oh man, I kind of, I'm playing outcast, but I'm kind of over here shaking right now. Like I got my Bayou shirt on and I'm like, I want to play Bayou. (laughs) You do know the moment that you start
2: playing Bayou, I'm playing 10 thunders. Sure. (laughs) I'm telling you right now, like, I'm going to go into Outcast after 10 Thunders, but we need somebody in the podcast that knows
0: what the hell happens in that faction. Hey, <laughs> so I played, Trichig yeah. is kind of like 10 Thunders. No, it's not. I mean, don't get me wrong,
2: the, the Fermented Monks definitely feel as gross as the Charm Warders. Because I did play with the Charm Warders for a while, and they're so damn good. Yeah. Yeah. I played them when I was playing Hinamatsu as a master. They're insanely good.
3: Nice. Bayou is for sure my favorite faction. I played oh, them all, button yeah. and Thunders, and Explorer Society. Although, I have some overlap in both. Yeah, Actually, Angel is the one that showed me
2: how disgusting um, Rip 2, Euripides 2, is.
0: That was super cool. I was like
2: that's so yeah I start oh I my just God. I
0: wish Chris would stop touching my fucking fate deck so I could <laughs> I just every time you come over Chris to touch, like look like, well I'm going to use these rune tokens I'm like you better use them on your own deck <laughs> <laughs>
1: Dude,
3: you, you never never using in your own deck no Almost, it so unless annoying. it's super critical it's like let me see what you get there you know like the the, you know, mental hit that the think, player takes yeah. you guys can
0: agree with me or not on this but I don't like people Touching my stuff in general, which is probably why I don't like Obey Masters. And when Chris comes over and touches my fate deck, I just want to punch him in the throat. I'm going to say something
2: completely, completely, uh whatchamacallit? Inappropriate. Like, no, 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 no. Like 100%. <laughs> I'm going to say no one ever in the history of the world likes getting their shit touched when they're playing miniatures. It's like, Fuck you, go away. <laughs> yeah, that's why
4: I always ask before I touch anything. Do you uh, mind
0: if I
2: hand you your piece?
0: <laughs> Do you mind if I move your model 12 inches in that direction over there? Chris is Fuck like the you. Sean Connery of messing with my
3: fate deck. He doesn't even ask. Just comes over. Honestly, I don't mind people touching my things. But what I really hate... Sometimes I even like it. But, <laughs> so I <don't> <laughs> but what I really hate is a base. In the sense oh, yeah. of like here it is, my model, which is gonna move and do something. And then the other player is like, you see that model that you moved there? Now it's gonna move back and attack your other model. It's like, but
0: why? Yeah, and it's like, oh, they're gonna not only move your model, but they're gonna charge, and then they're gonna use your focus, and then you're gonna eat your own crap.
2: It's my favorite thing. When somebody has a focus tool model on the table, I just go, I obey your model. And they're like, are you gonna use your focus? No. I'm gonna stone to get a mask. This is when I'm playing Sarita. It's like my favorite thing. It's like, so you're not going to use her focus no okay stone to get a mask double obey you
3: <laughs> charge use yeah, the that... first focus charge. I, was, I was crying inside when i saw <laughs> Ham- <laughs> hamelin and genlo too and misaki three <laughs> new obey masters
0: after doing the low episode i don't feel as bad because most of the obeys are probably going on his own models i mean don't so... get me
2: wrong after 10 thunders it's hamelin 2 baby it's hamelin 2
0: yeah, I was so pissed off, man. Hamlin, too. so I ordered that box and then I ordered the Ulix box. and Dixon, if this is lost in the China Sea, like Guild ball, <laughs> I'm gonna be super pissed. I'm so mad this March release hasn't is not coming out until May, apparently. Weird, Wait, wait, wait. Weird is not Steamforge. Steamforge was a
2: shit company
0: weird has yeah, been but, working out. But it, they said the same thing. We don't know where it is. It's like No, no, there's a difference. I yeah. played Guild Ball
2: since like pretty much the inception of that fucking sure, game. Sure. I'm telling you right now, the Steamforge
0: did that the entire Well, no, I'm not. So I'm not comparing <laughs> I'm not comparing the quality of the company to Steamforge. I'm saying having, you know, it, just the excitement for a box and having it a wall oh, is frustrating.
2: Oh yeah, for sure. But I, I I'm 100% sure that's not their fault. Like, Like, I think Steamforge fucked up, and it it was their fault. (laughs) Locked down in China somewhere, probably Uh, Shanghai. Yeah, because, like, Steamforge literally did that the entire life, like, for, what is it, five, six years? Yeah, no, you're not
4: wrong. They could make in the USA, man. It is technically (laughs) their fault. They went
0: Nobody's Games Workshop. They don't have an in-house print shop. Yeah, dude.
3: (laughs) You know how much money we will have to be paying? Holy crap. It is sad. It is honestly, it is sad.
4: I don't I don't mind paying a little bit extra for made in the US
3: <laughs> I mean it could be made in Canada it would be cheaper Hell yeah. there you go man. there you go there you go
4: there you go weird Malifo. Canadian, Canadian made Canadian made to
3: the US
4: or release release your files and allow printable menu menuages. that would
0: be interesting
4: Hmm. Let us pay I actually, you. For, I actually printed some yeah. uh,
0: Hero Hero Forge models for like Zip and uh, and what's his face. But uh, uh, wow, I can't remember. Oh, Bo, Bo Fish really?
4: no yeah. shit. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah no, but-
4: no. Hear me out though. If you use a pa- a printed miniature in a tournament, you got to show a little certificate showing that you paid. You know, weird for the the rights to use it. You know, five bucks,
0: something like that. Yeah, whatever. I'll bribe people. <laughs> That's
3: a really interesting approach, actually. I like it. Well, because yeah. I
0: think, and honestly, in I think in most nerd circles, everybody knows somebody that has a three D printer. Absolutely, uh, three at work. now
4: yeah. <laughs> that way, now is still you know we're still making money, and yeah.
0: yeah, and they wouldn't have the overhanging
3: cost of you know the printing and shipping and everything. Honestly, I would really rather like buying the models from them because I really like to support the game, but. The packaging of Malifaux Burns is a kick in the nuts.
0: Well, so you're still, I mean, you're still paying for the file and you still could pay to print same thing with Hero yeah. Forge. Mm-hmm. And um, so, I mean, if you don't have the ability to print it, there's still an option for you to get that from, you know, like Hero Forge. So I think it's something that since Malifo is a skirmish game, I think they could do something like that. Um, and it, it would be a, i don't mind the print on demand cards i buy those every so often so i could definitely do that as well i
3: hate it because the shipping outside of the u.s it's Fair. it's insane i, I don't know <laughs> like the last order that we put here in canada it was still in montreal and i think we paid more, almost 40 dollars between shipping lot. and customs like we pay more in of shipping and customs than actually the cars that we bought and we bought like 39 dollars of cards, something like that. We bought a shitload of cards. Yeah, are you serious? Holy crap! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's always like a pain in the butt. And I know people in Europe. I'm I'm Spanish, I'm still in contact with a lot of people in Europe. And they they don't do it because it's like obscenely expensive. They do it actually, you know what they do? They do a whole like combined order for whole Spain. Hot. So might that a la- arrives to somebody's house, and then from there they coordinate like shipping cost in an envelope that costs almost nothing.
0: I mean, at that at that point, it's almost worth it just to buy a high quality printer and just print them yourself. Yeah. It's getting to that point, isn't it? Like
2: miniature games is getting to the point that like, okay, it's cheaper for me to pay for a 3D printer than it is to actually buy. Depending what on where you live in the, in the, the world. world. <laughs> no, but that's the joke that I keep noticing. It's like, it's getting to the point where like, it's it's the same joke that people are saying about streaming services. We went for streaming True. services because it became so convenient that we didn't need to pirate stuff. And now there's so much crap in, this, in the streaming service uh, thing that people are like hello dear old friend like
0: the memes are stupid i'm just like oh my god <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah but I, think,
0: I think to wrap this thing up though oh, yeah brewmaster is in a really good spot with the title it's yes. a lot of fun it feels like the way it should i
2: i wish there was somebody here that played wong though because like nobody in this podcast plays wong I mean, I play Wong. No, I don't know what you're talking about. You don't play Wong. Neither of the, that
0: Both of you are traitors. I, I, both of I, I you think talking, that Wong is garbage. I was talking garbage. to Jesse about
3: Wong actually right before the podcast. I oh. don't play Wong because I find him boring. But Wong Wong, it's the master, like the title, let's say. Because now if we had games with uh, Brui 1 and 2, maybe Brui or Ma could be the one that they play the most. But if yeah. we only count one version, Wong is the master that I play the most. Okay. I played around 300 games in the past three years of Malifor. Nice. That's a bunch. I do not have that many
0: games long.
3: I mean, you also. So, not, not with Vassal. one. With one, probably must be 40, between 30 and 40 games with one one. Okay, I might have. Mm. half
2: yeah. that maybe. I mean, you guys, the difference here also is Angel plays Vassal
0: and Pete does not. Yeah, <laughs> I, pl- I play for keeps. Now we play for for models, play for pink Now
1: it's
3: really nice because I finally have like an active community. Now, the city that I move every Wednesday, we meet between four and six people every Wednesday to play. So I'm loving that. Yeah,
0: yeah,
4: yeah. Now, all we got to do is get Dixon to a place like that.
0: Yeah, we're no, we're gonna move Dixon up to South Carolina. Yeah,
4: (laughs) move him into your guest bedroom.
0: I've been do like the bunk new Bryan, zealand.
2: yeah new zealand australia canada like i wish i could i swear to you guys there's so many places <laughs> but the problem is that like i just can't I, i'm tied to you know a couple of things sure. in the situation that i got yeah so i can't leave the island for now it's you know, not I'm, I'm... legal
3: just in case anybody thinks <laughs> it's a legal oh, issue legal, legal it's uh... a matter of perspective
0: Hey Angel, <laughs> I'm going to give you the last word here. Uh, just your thoughts on Brew Two, and then we'll wrap this thing up.
3: I really like him. Just guys, when you play him, make sure to explain how it works to your opponent, so he yes. doesn't get by surprise because it can be like a negative play experience if the other guy doesn't know what's happening. Mm. And I especially love what we talked before. Like, it allows the keyword to play in keyword to their maximum potential, and mm. that's just for me an amazing design game design part of by weird games do you think yeah, that he's the best master in Bayou yeah I don't know so what do you think what do you guys think it is
0: Zoraida or Zip <gasps> wow uh, Zoraida doesn't exist in my mind so I would pick either Zip or Maw and I would lean Maw because I like Maw better so Maw. I, one, I
3: don't I buy think... either Zoraida or Sip, honestly but I think Zip one and Soride Zip one's one. good are super good both well,
2: zip 1 is what I'm assuming or are you talking about zip 2. Is there a zip, zip 2 one. tech? Okay. I haven't seen any zip 2 tech. Is he getting played outside of, you know, meme
3: games? I don't know. I played zip each version only once ever.
1: Um, <laughs> the like the time video. I
3: played zip 2 I was like Everything I've been doing is just like what I could do with Zip1, but it's just cost that's, me more things. That's exactly what
0: Dixon and I said.
3: <laughs> like I'm doing exactly the same, but it's way more difficult to do everything. Like this is I'm cute,
0: doing. but why not do Zip1? Yeah, Zip
2: does it better already. Like, what the hell?
0: <laughs> All right, guys. Well, I think we're going to hang our hats there. Uh, Angel, was there any shout-outs or anything you wanted to plug real quick? I don't, I don't know what you're doing on the old internet.
3: I'm going to throw the glove probably at the people in... On the north of seattle that i hope to be visiting soon to play some games across the border
0: he will break you seattle <laughs> he i I, I'll try. I think
3: there is a great community there a bunch of people that organize the stuff and i'm really looking forward to play with them yeah deal. yeah i want to go out
4: to seattle and play some games too pete we need to do a,
3: a
0: trip we'll fly out. i got a brother yeah. that lives around seattle
3: nice you guys planning on going to jenco this year by any chance uh no we're going to nova though Maybe I'll try to go, but now I'm the other coast. It's going to be trickier.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Virginia is it's... a good hub, though. Yeah.
2: Virginia is easy to get into. It's just expensive. That's like, that's the only thing you got to like keep
3: in mind. That's going to be like twice the price that you're used to. I'm going to Scotland in <laughs> two weeks to play Malifo. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that's just, awesome. Wait, girl. just to play Malifo? Yes, mainly. Well, I, I, taking advantage. That I'm going to play Malifo so I asked for vacation. I'm going on a road trip with two friends also. Is try me. some ha- try some Wait, haggis.
2: Are any other guys from Spain haggis going? Is, is bellore going?
3: Uh no, Belloray is not going, but you have a uh, Kobosov, Andres, and Afo mm-hmm. that usually play online also in Basel. Nice. They are going. They're really good and players too. Also what, uh, from the podcast.
4: What lists are you gonna take? Are you gonna take a lot of models or are you just gonna take like one or two keywords?
3: I'm playing Neverborn, actually, because uh, mm. so there is this event in Scotland and they created like a Malifaux Six Nations. It's the first year. So there are like teams of eight players and each one has to play a different faction. Each player has to play a different faction. Gotcha. So Bio was already picked when the Spanish people invited me to join the team. So they told me like, there is only Neverborn. Are you okay playing Neverborn? It's like, well, there is a master I know how to play and there is a master that I know how to move the pieces. <laughs> <laughs> So is so, this like,
0: this kind of sounds like almost an infant version of maybe a world's competition sometime down the road, huh? That
3: would be amazing, but that would be cool. travel could be very tricky, you know, because there are yeah. really good players in Russia. There are really good players in Australia and New Zealand, actually. They have a great meta over there. Yeah. Uh, and honestly, Basel has helped me uh, a lot to see how different people play and everything. Yeah, New Zealand players are
2: nuts in my experience. Like, we especially need... maniacal cackle. Like, he he soloed just Molly and got to like top what was yeah. it? Top twelve, top eight in the world.
0: Like, it was nuts. We need someone in uh, someone in Europe to in hope maybe like sometime in the next five years make some kind of world Malifaux event, and that would be really cool. Because I think I... this.
3: I'm oh, sorry for interrupting. No, yeah, go, go ahead. No, I was saying that this event could be great. In Europe, there was always like the UK National Championship sure. that usually drags some players there. There is a, There was always the, they call it the Spanish Inquisition that was going there every year. <laughs> nice. They even made the t-shirts with the Spanish Inquisition. And they, it was kind of like the reference point. But now with this sort of like six nation, basically the, the nation that wins, because there is Sweden, Poland, uh, Spain, Wales, England, and Scotland. And the nation that wins will get to organize, Will have to organize it next year. Hmm. So it will help a lot to f- let like, you know each country make uh, makes a team. You're getting then you travel because something I felt when I moved to the North America is like people in Europe are so fucking lazy to move. You know, like <laughs> half an hour or 45 minutes drive to play Mali for is like
1: dude. I have we to drive, run
3: this we t- drive hours. I I, drive, I drove six hours and a half to go play a weekend in Toronto. Yep. You know, I was like I was super happy and excited about it. And people in Europe is like, oh my god, I have to drive for one hour. I have to plan this with three months in advance, at least. <laughs> you know, it's like crazy. Yeah,
0: that's and the thing in uh, North America. You gotta you gotta travel a lot of times
3: to to get yeah, your games. Distance are not the same. When you see it in a map, you're like, it's just it's just here. It's just like gonna be there like just gotta go two through hours. Tube.
0: <laughs> all right guys i think we're gonna wrap it up there is great having everybody on um, definitely try out brewmaster moonshiner um, and hopefully this gave you some ideas of how to approach playing against it as well because um, a good moonshiner player can wreck you so definitely listen to this and, and listen to some of the tips we had on how to counter it but uh, until next time make sure that you guys are flipping cards flipping tables and we'll see y'all later